We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to No Brains, No Headache Podcast, episode 138. I'm Jordan Weichel, your host today, and I'm joined by my longtime friend and fellow host, Matt Cleary. On today's show, we get right into Cleary's comments, the segment where we holler about random things. Matt's return from the three-day IR had him refreshed to tell us about an occupational hazard involving a mailman unknowingly entering into a demolition derby and an innovative way to spark more interest in museums. I go through fallacies from last week's episode and analyze the origins of nicknames, including... Hello! Hello? Ongo Goblogian, the art collector. Charmed, I'm sure. We finish up with Mini Helmet Fantasy Football Week 18 results and pick our lineups for Super Wild Card Round Weekend. Are you not entertained? If you are entertained, then make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at NBNH Podcast, and there you'll get extra exclusive content we share in between episodes, which come out every single Tuesday. Don't miss any of those brand new episodes by hitting that subscribe or follow button for some mindlessly entertaining comedy. Episode 138 of No Brains, No Headache Podcast is presented by Stadium Sports Bar and The Lodge. This is an NBNH Media production. Let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. This is a freestyle off the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Time for Cleary's comments this week. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Cleary. Matt, how are you doing today? Uh, usually I would say good and then... Uh, and then nothing after that. Yeah, but uh, I'll be honest, I'm doing... Pretty shitty. Had a tough couple days, uh, kind of rebounding from a little bout with the flu, um, but feeling better, and I'm just glad to be back on the mic, to be honest. Yeah, it's good to be back. You were on the IL, the IR, what what have you, uh, for a couple days there. Didn't didn't get a whole lot done as a result, it turns out. You know, when, when one goes down, we all go down, but... Uh, I was glad to help you out any way I could. I think I gave you the best treatment of uh, fluids that you could have possibly received in the situation you were in. I went with the trifecta, Gatorade, Sprite, ginger ale. Went with the orange Gatorade. Your hair's orange. You're a ginger. Got the ginger ale. What did you think of the drinks I got you? Uh, fantastic, by the way. Um, Sprite really hits home because as when I was sick as a child, it was always Sprite. Or sometimes Coke. Got to get the bubbles in there, you know, get a, get a few simple sugars going in the yeah, body. Yeah, no, that was always good to, you know, calm the stomach. And then, uh, yeah, I think Gatorade's always good, but I was big on the waters, too. Just trying to stay hydrated, trying to keep something down. Uh, been accidentally doing dry January. So I have not had a drink in the new year yet. Which is really nice. Yeah, uh, it's it, I, my body doesn't really know how to take it, that it gave itself the flu. Uh, I literally went hungover for three days from 
us getting absolutely shit hammered on your birthday. You just coasted right into a sickness, an illness. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I'm feeling back to 100. And then it's my birthday on the 5th, and I'm like, nice, let's go to Ruby Tuesdays. Plot twist, that place sucks. Trick was, turns out you're going to feel like shit until the following (laughs) Tuesday, until you're really back to 100. Yeah, and so went to Ruby Tuesdays, wasn't feeling that hot. We were uh, kind of doing stuff around the studio. I'm like, I'm going to go pee. I, I mean, we don't have to get into the play-by-play here, peep, Matt. I think the people understand that you are sick, and we don't really have to you know, give them the graphic oral description here. Uh, but I do appreciate your attention to detail. Uh, I, <laughs> I just want to spare our listeners of that. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad you're okay. I actually did um, a little bit of a resolution myself. I, I just hate that term, so I... Say maybe it was just a habit switch, uh, really making the effort to not eat in bed. You know, <laughs> it's a real bugaboo. It's, it's a tricky one that uh, it's hard to kick, you know, between smoking Marble Reds every day and eating in bed. You know, which habit is harder to kick? I would argue uh, the eating in bed, but I've only ate in bed twice so far. So, you know, batting about 800, which is you know, Hall of Fame worthy, I would say, but sometimes you just gotta like wade in, wade into the water, wade in the water before you dive into the deep end. What the yeah. fuck is Wade doing <laughs> in the water? He cannot swim. We've talked about this. Uh, I got a few fallacies to talk about before we get into Cleary's comments. Now that's the segment where we banter back and forth, verbally ha- harass each other about random things. Uh, I do have to apologize for the poor audio uh, for the Cycle Bar interview back in episode 137. Matt and I went off location, that's location, and Matt's rolling his eyes after that one. And yeah, the the interview, uh, it went great. However, the audio was a bit tricky. Uh, That was our first time kind of on the road with our road uh, setup that we have now that we... Not, not the road brand, which is, is ironic enough, huge in podcasting. We we traveled outside of the studio, I guess I could word it. And, um, yeah, the audio was not great, so I have to apologize about that. I thought of the DJ Do and John Paul episode uh, where Matt definitely put on uh, the microphone backwards. Not th- everything was working fine. It just, you know. We had it, the one weird mic. Yeah, we have one weird mic. It's definitely... The oddball, but there was a sound engineer needed with the high ceilings uh, in in the cycle bar as well. I remember I tried to do a sound test. They were just bumping music. It was really tough, and then that resulted in just forgetting about everything because, uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of things to think about in, in podcasting. Um, yeah, we also have a shout-out here to a loyal listener who sent us a present of fruit snacks and Gardettos, a.k.a. Detto. So uh, someone has been paying attention. Uh, kudos to them and appreciate the uh, present that we got. The fruit snacks are very fresh, uh, delicious. The texture, the flavor, the whole nine yards. I'm loving the fruit snacks. The Dettos are a nice touch, too. Uh, what do you think of the snacks that were sent to the stewed? Oh, I had five bags of Gardettos upon... I thought... When I opened the box, it was from Costco, and I thought it was my niece's birthday present. And I opened it, and I was like, who the fuck would send fruit snacks and Gardettos? And I got a text, and I was like, oh, sweet. And then I was like, I'm really hungry, so I had Gardettos for dinner. 
There you go. That's that's the meal of champions right there. Uh, Gardettos as your main course, fruit snacks for dessert, and that's all you really need. It's a perfect combo. Uh, so thank you for the snacks for the studio. I mean, you know, get a little hungry around here. Sometimes you get the munchies. Matt, quick question before we hop into Cleary's comments, and I want you to take it over. Uh, do you know of any good massage parlors in the area? Uh, I do not. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Uh, you know, been a little stiff lately, and I'm looking for a quick fix. So uh, <laughs> if you know of any Your parlors. Where are you stiff at? Oh, I am all over. <laughs> <laughs> Full body massage needed. Anyway, Cleary's comments. Randomness coming at you. What do you got for me? Uh, it's a couple things that came up on uh, being an occupational hazard. You know, you're at work, and if you're me, you get a paper cut or you drop a leaf or a sheet of paper on your toe or something. But uh, this post office worker uh, looks like he basically rolled his post office truck no less than 200 times. And the article reads, mail carrier suffered two broken ankles, two broken legs, a broken pelvis bone, a broken tailbone, broken ribs, two broken wrists, and two broken arms. Might be easier to say next time what he did not break. I was just thinking that uh, probably could have been with, like, the only thing intact is the left side of his clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's like he didn't break his neck. He's essentially Stephen Hawking now. Uh, every bone in his body broke, yet not paralyzed. So, I, and by the would, looks, of I guess this, I would take it. By know. the looks of the mail truck, I don't know how this guy's not dead. It literally looks like someone just came with a skid loader and just flattened it to the ground. Well, uh, when you uh, you know receive that many injuries, I assume so. So you're saying that. This guy just getting deuced by this car crash or whatever is a occupational hazard of being yeah, a mailman. A, a, essentially, like when people uh, start working for you know USPS, the post office, do you think they're immediately like, just so you know, um, you could break every bone in your body? <laughs> yeah, it's with poor similar driving. to uh, what's the character's name, cousin Ray Ray. Fell off a roller coaster, broke every bone in his body. This guy works for the USPS and broke every bone in his body. Occupational hazard if your cousin Ray Ray in in Las Vegas or an amusement park or whatever. Uh, occupational hazard might be you're going to fall off the roller coaster, break every bone in your body. Similar uh, to mailman John Doe over here. And I think this isn't the first time. We talked about, I think it was FedEx or UPS, like literally they had their car parked or truck parked on like a side street and a plane just crashed and just went right through it. Killed them instantly. What can Brown do for you? Uh, get smoked by a, a private jet of sorts. But uh, this mailman, do you think he did it on purpose? He was trying to just, you know, he's tired of getting his steps in, his feet hurt, it's cold out, and he's like, you know what, I need, I need to get a... I need to get a sorting job indoors. Yeah, judging by the picture, he won't be sorting anything for a long time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, He's going to develop a pretty hefty pain medication addiction. I'm going to go huge speculation here. It's a little snowy in the picture, and uh, I'm going to guess that he forgot that he had to drive on the right side of the road because he's driving on the right side mm -hmm. and swerved out of a truck and rolled into a cornfield. Here comes a meat wagon. What do you think the paramedics thought upon arrival? Like, you got to move this guy and get him out of the vehicle. 
I can't imagine that feels great when every goddamn bone in your body is fractured. How are you feeling? Not great. You just, yeah, <laughs> the, the slightest, like, they grab him by his shoulder, try to yank him out, just like, ah! <laughs> the jaws of life. <laughs> Honestly, at that point, it's like, just take the jaws of life to my throat and just, <laughs> yeah, just let's just end this Can you already. just break my neck with the jaws of life? Just, yeah, you know what? Don't save me at this point. Uh, I'm just gonna... How can we help you, sir? Do you have a gun? <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen the show Tacoma FD? Uh, I've heard about it. It's I haven't with, it's seen it. It's with all the guys from Super Troopers. Of course it is. And they're in Tacoma, which gets the most rain. And let me guess, they're in a fire department. Yep. Okay. And so they like never have to do anything, and they're in the fire station, and the, the chief comes down, who's Farva, and he's like, what the hell are you guys doing? And they have all these blocks of wood, and they're like, Jaws of Life Jenga, and they're literally having the Jaws of Life and like pulling blocks out. Got to watch out for the Tacoma Fire Department. Uh, I said Tacoma. I meant Tacoma. Taco. I was just thinking of the scene in Black Hawk Down uh, where the pilot of the Black Hawk is like pretty much broke both of his legs, <laughs> can't really move, and his buddy's like, okay, here's a pistol and one clip. I'll be right back for you. <laughs> and then all the locals are just um, surrounding him, and he's like, you know, just emptying its rounds the best he can that's kind of what i'm feeling with this uh mailman guy and i'm sure the mailman guy wish he had a gun if he could just shoot at the police officers so then they would just shoot back and then put him out of his misery <laughs> yeah. which is i mean it's depending on what state he's in this mailman could as well be carrying there's a good chance that he never worked for the rest of his life but since it was uh working for usps Set for life as well. And then the the other uh, occupational hazard that I wanted to touch on was our uh, state legislature. Uh, the first day, there's a bunch of old people in it, and my brother, and another guest, Landon Bale, of the show. We're actually a political juggernaut at this point. Pretty much. Uh, ladies walking into the first day, like, good to be back at the Capitol, slips on a curb and gets a mild concussion. So this just kind of helps the uh, argument for term limits, I would say. Uh, Jesus H. Christ. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Give me age limits. Yeah, I mean, essentially essentially the same thing. Uh, So I was uh, texting a friend of the show, and I was like, if they made a a requirement for everyone to run under a seven-second 40-yard dash, how many people would be left in the state legislature? And he was like, six. I think you need to give an option of like bench pressing or squatting. Just, you know, you might have some some bigger bone folks who can still offer uh, some reasonable value, but perhaps instead of the seven second 40, uh, let's, you know, can we bench press like, you know, 250 or something? You get like, like three that. options. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay. I don't think we can just limit it down to the 40 yard dash. However, I do like the innovation that you're bringing to the table. Like you just said a moment ago. This podcast is a political juggernaut. Yeah. I mean, my greatest political idea is that the presidential race should be decided on a 100-yard dash. I could probably get behind that. Are they holding uh, an egg and a spoon as well? <laughs> a three-legged race together? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wins because yeah, there's just, just two of they them. They just beat the shit out of each other. Honestly, a three-legged race... I don't no. think I've ever done it. It sounds terrible. But 50 yards down, loaded pistol. 
there's only two rounds. Potato sack race. <laughs> and then, if for some reason that works out, 25 yards later, machete. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's body is still recovering. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that? I don't know. Do you have any more occupational hazards? Yeah, this podcast and my intestines. The podcast has nothing to do with your uh, illnesses, IR reserve spots, uh, or your general diet, for that matter. Although the Gardetto's probably not great. I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to hurt. Either. Neutral. Yeah, they're a neutral food. Helping or hurting, we don't know. Um, let me talk to you about something that I just I don't really care for zodiac signs now it was just recently our birthdays and yeah some people are always like oh yeah you're this you're that and i'm like i have no fucking clue i remember one time uh when we were under the age of alcohol consumption in the united states which is 21 one of my friends pretty much got his id taken because he didn't know the zodiac sign for the fake identification he was using no, I'm not promoting, you know, that. Why didn't he just have it his own birthday but change the date? It wasn't like a fake ID that you order online. Oh, it was it's like a fake, like, oh, like, like somebody else's yeah, okay. ID yep, that yep. kind of looks like you. Hindsight probably didn't look great, but of all places, it was Denver, Colorado, where people are asking for your fucking Zodiac signs in order to prove your identification. Now, it wasn't his ID, so I understand that, but... Who gives a fuck about zodiac signs, Matt? We are uh, Capricorns. Yeah, uh, I actually did get a text message from someone saying "Happy birthday to a fellow Capricorn," and I was confused for and a moment. You replied with "Please lose <laughs> all of my contact information." Yeah, I think it'd be better if we didn't talk from here on out. <laughs> Despite that last comment, I still want to be. You know what? I don't, you know what? No, I don't want to be friends. Have anymore. you ever gotten to like a conversation where they're talking about zodiac signs? But I, you, I immediately check out. Yeah, but you... Well, yeah, that's kind of what I do, too. But then you'll, like, catch something, and someone's like, yeah, I'm a cancer, and you think that person has cancer for a little bit. I, I never understood that. That doesn't make sense. I never understood that at all. No, uh, it, they don't make any sense. And then they're the most vague, like, statements, and you're like, oh, check out my horoscope, and it's like... Okay, so Capricorn is a goat, by the way, and I do want to go through it. Uh, tenth sign of the Zodiac... From about, period from about, according to this website, December 22nd to about January 19th. Okay. <laughs> hey, how much money is in your bank account? It's about five to $7,500. Yeah. Somewhere in there, about. It's like, what? It's the weather when they just circle the Midwest, one to 99 inches of snow. Okay, I actually don't have anything on this on what Capricorns are, like the vague statements you're trying to allude to a moment ago, because I didn't look deep enough into my reason, my source here, because I don't care. <laughs> That's true. I, I just, just assume there was going to be like the list of like likes long walks on the beach, occasionally blackout, drunk. Or, or, it's like okay, this is kind of making or sense. just put like random words that like could kind of describe anyone, like intuitive. And it's like half the people don't know what it means. And then half the people are like, you know what? I am pretty intuitive. It's like had the flu on his birthday. It's like, what the? <laughs> this is way too specific of shit. Or it's like your true love's name will start with A, B, D. And it gives like literally 17 letters of the alphabet. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what's going on? I, Zodiac signs. 
I don't care for them, so therefore that's all I'm going to say on them. And I do want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor this week, of course. Uh, Thank you to our presenting sponsor for episode 139, Stadium Sports Bar in the Lodge. It's been the local watering hole for quite some time, so take our word for it. We are seasoned regulars. If you want a place where you can stop in for a beer, grab a bite, watch the game, or all of the above, then you have your options. Yep, that's plural, people. Options of either the Stadium Sports Bar or the Lodge. Located at 1247 West Divide in North Bismarck, they are right off the interstate. You can't miss this place. If you want a slightly quieter and classier environment, you head over to the Lodge. It's a great place to grab some lunch because all of their food is delicious. I'm personally a fan of the Dakota Philly. Pro tip, order a side of au jus and perhaps ranch. You will not regret it. Or you can head over to the stadium side. Maybe you're trying to watch your favorite team. Good news, you can order the same selection of food on the stadium side since it's the same menu. There are plenty of TVs. You have the option of blackjack, pull tabs, e-tabs, Hey, maybe you want some friendly competition. they got dartboards and pool tables. So let's recap all that information because I threw a lot at you. The Lodge, classy joint, opens at 11 daily. Great place to grab a bite, have a beer. Stadium Sports Bar, literally right next door. It's always going to be there for you. That opens at 2 p.m. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. on the weekends. they got the same menu, cold beers, and it's the best of both worlds at Stadium Sports Bar and The Lodge, our wonderful sponsor. Love it. Uh, so, museums. Okay. I want to talk about museums. Fantastic segue. <laughs> but There's nothing in the rule book that says you can't play drunk. No, actually, there is. Have you ever been to a good museum? Um, hold on. I went to the body place body museum in minneapolis i believe where they show you like uh people donate their bodies to science and they have like models of like all your muscles in your body and then all your blood vessels uh like it's the real people's bodies there i mean they're obviously dead and preserved matthew but um body museum i wasn't prepared for this kind of question but on the spot okay well that wouldn't go well with my ideas to make museums more interesting it could no this would probably only go horribly in the body museum but you sell drugs at the museum okay so you, you just walk, like post up there and you're just drug no, like mewling the, at the museum no, or like you're selling the museum sells drugs because then they make money on admission and then from the drugs and I feel like since they're like a non-profit, they could get away with selling like heroin. Body worlds, I think is what my music is called. <laughs> uh, Jordan, that's just a <laughs> Sorry. brothel. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Somebody out there knows. Let us know. Or not. Whatever. But like a couple museums that I've been to the art museum in Chicago, it's like some of the art that is up there is literally like a blank canvas that someone drew a line on. And they're like, this is a masterpiece. And it's like, how? Or like, abstract art where it shows someone doing it and they're literally just flicking a paintbrush at a canvas. And they're like, that's good. And it's like, how is this a thing? Like, I'm glad you bring up art because it is coming up in a little bit here in Cleary's comments. But I would agree with that, Matt. Uh, beauty is in the eye of the buttholder. No? Uh, I've been to the Holocaust Museum before, but okay. I was like six, so I don't think it really... It didn't register. Yeah. 
It's like, why is there a bunch of shoes here? It's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> where, where did they all go? Um, <laughs> the, then I went to like the planes, trains, and automobile. I went to all the good museums when I was like six years old that like I literally wanted to just not be there like there's a picture of me from a family vacation in dc in front of the white house where i'm literally trying to break my own neck well you gotta do what you gotta do you know you like to party in the nation's capital or not but like a museum if you go there and be like i'll take one admission and some mushrooms okay and then you just get to go like watch maybe a 20 minute film on like some history of the museum i like that because usually there's like an imax yeah like a dark theater. dark theater they're not offering you know batman and wolf of wall street and all the major motion pictures rather they're offering you know the uh, vikings the 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 people not the football team how did the Vikings start? And they got this whole like deep documentary and you're like, holy shit, I had no idea I would care so much about the Vikings. That's because what I think you're trying to say here, Matt, and I'm trying to back you up, you know, give you some nucks, give you a little support here because of the drugs that they bought with their admission ticket. Or it's like if you buy cocaine and then you go watch this Vikings documentary and they like give you a little cliffhanger. And they're like, head on over to Exhibit 32 to finish the rest of the story. And you just get up. You're like, I gotta get over there. Just sprint. Perhaps a science interactive exhibit where uh, you can like hop on a treadmill and then it makes electricity for a light. That, there's where the cocaine would really come into play. Or it's like, yeah, you give a bunch of adults acids, acid and they're just dragging each other around in like wheelbarrows or wagons throughout the museum. You know, I should know this uh, since I am... Pretty hardcore on Artie Lang right now, comedian. Um, but I'm looking up effects of heroin. I haven't. What? How do you feel when you're on heroin? I don't know. I'm um, judging from my. Oh, hold on. Deep context from watching one episode of Breaking Bad. I think okay. you just fall asleep. How? And I know you can do it intravenously. Can you smoke it? Can you snort it? I think I. You, le I legitimately have no. Clue. I think you inject it. Uh, God, every every goddamn source on the internet like thinks I have a heroin problem, <laughs> so it's like offering me like help before telling me how, how do you feel on heroin. <laughs> anyway, yeah, maybe the heroin comes into play for the long IMAX film that's kind of boring, or maybe yeah, or there's levels of drugs that we give out. Maybe heroin might be a little too much. Maybe we dial yeah. it back. So. Let's or <laughs> cannabis products yeah you give mushroom someone, psilocybin give, give someone an ambient and they're just passed out in the imax room the whole time wait so what are we doing cannabis psilocybin mushrooms cocaine cocaine uh acid okay lsd um you might want to cap it there yeah i think that's like a good number because like, your other options are heroin meth PCP, oh, crack, uh, fentanyl. Every 30th customer just gets bath salts. Pretty much any painkillers on board, but given the crisis across America, maybe we... Yeah. Like, let's just offer the fun ones. And you, and you want to enhance the museum. You don't want to, like... Tear it apart. Yeah. You don't want to go way over the top so someone just... There's homeless people everywhere. Nose dives through, like, a million-dollar painting... But you also don't want people falling asleep and pissing themselves inside the IMAX theater. 
and stipulation, you have to purchase an admission ticket if you're purchasing drugs. Yeah, it's a two for one. Whether you come in or not. So right now it's a non-for-profit and they're either not charging admission and you could just put something in the box. How do we we make this for-profit? I, I think it's better to be a non profit. That's just, just, just common street drug dealing. I mean, basically, a non profit is just a business that pays their CEO all of the uh, profits that they make. Is that how it works? I don't really think so, but I'm going to go with that. Hey, I can't, uh, I can't say yes or no. Any names for this museum? Well, it depends on what the museum is. I think we'd be... Or is it existing? Should we bring this business model to existing Yeah, museums? that's kind of what I was going at, to be aren't, like. And aren't they government funded most of the time? Yeah, see, that's the best part. You can't really get in trouble then. Okay. So the government is just drug dealing at this point. Yeah, essentially. It's a street pharmacy. Nothing wrong with well, that. Well, the, dr- the drug would be a kiosk in a separate entity. Do you think they're going to have any... Available? I mean... <laughs> you got a bunch of people walking around the museum with boners. You gonna offer drinks there? Uh, depending on what drug you get. Well, I'm glad you mentioned art a little bit ago. So I actually do want to talk about art really quick. Because uh, we have a lot of nicknames between Matt and myself. Wanted to let everybody in on it. And uh, Matt, you have all sorts of nicknames. I'm on this fucking Body World Museum bullshit. <laughs> um, you have Ongo. Hello! Hello? Ongo Goblogian, the art collector. Charmed, I'm sure. So that's where Ongo comes from, in case anybody didn't know that, isn't an Alba Sunny fan. Uh, that's where Ongo comes from. Um, we also have Bongo, <laughs> which is just... Some people are like, okay, that's just a, a letter added. We actually bought Bongos one time. Where, where are the Bongos? Uh, they're in the closet. Okay. Bongos make, keep buying that. stuff, so we got to make space. Yeah, they were pretty fun for a while, so that's where uh, Ongo slowly evolved into Bongo. Uh, we both call each other Tent Man. <laughs> Speaking of massage parlors, Matt, Matt literally calls me Tent Man LLC. <laughs> As if my nickname is, you know, it's the Secretary of State has me on file. <laughs> As Tentman LLC. <laughs> it's like for my birthday some year, you're just going to file uh, it's like an articles of organization for <laughs> Tentman LLC. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> you, you never know. Um, you, I, all these nicknames pretty much go back and forth besides Ongo. I don't think you really call me Ongo, but uh, we call each other Wonka every once in a while. Wonka, how much do you want for the Golden Goose? Oh, okay, how much do you want for the Golden Goose? <laughs> Just absolutely ridiculous. Um, of course, I have my alter egos. Cowboy Gordon, Johnny Lee, and then a name that uh, you call me is Hagen doss <laughs> I did see a Hagen doss when we were in Vegas. I didn't think it was an actual thing. Like an ice cream joint? That's what they sell? How drunk was I? <laughs> <laughs> what did it look like? I thought it was a pretzel stand. I'm pretty sure Hagen Doss is ice cream, man. I think everything in Vegas just looked like a pretzel stand to me because I only ate pretzels when I was there. Hagen Doss is an American ice cream brand. Oh, so it's stupid. They only have three flavors vanilla, chocolate, and coffee. What? That's oh, starting with only three oh, flavors. I was like, that's the dumbest in business. In 1960. Plan. Okay. I was like, I was like yeah. how does that even hold up? People just 
shove a bunch of hog and dos down their gullets whenever they're feeling uh, just a little bit blue. Uh, but you know, today they wanted some laughter to cheer them up. Matt, we got a big announcement for Comedy Night 3. Comedy Night 3 will be here at the Big Dog Distillery and Tiki Bar uh, where Comedy Night 1 and 2 have taken place. Uh, and that's going to be February 9th. So we're going to be selling tickets on Eventbrite. We'll have all of those links on our social media. We'll also add it to the link in bio on all of our social media. So you can find it there. Uh, but make sure you come out for Comedy Night 3. What are you thinking ahead? Comedy Night 3, how are you feeling about it? What do you think is going to happen? I'm excited to write jokes. Um, I've written a lot of jokes, and I know by now that I should have uh, higher expectations for Comedy Nights, so I'm super excited for it. Yeah, we're going to hopefully have uh, the same opener as last time. I don't know if we ever confirmed that. Matt and I had Obviously, haven't had a whole lot of time to meet, you know, considering he was in the meat wagon. But uh, <laughs> Comedy Night 3 is going to be a good time. Come join us at the Big Dog Distillery and Tiki Bar. Uh, Matt and myself giving stand-up comedy a try. It's pretty much a fundraiser for the podcast, guys, is what we call it. Matt, we have a few exciting prizes, one of which is a 30-rack of Bush Light. Come on down and you can win a 30-rack of Bush Light. One of the best prizes we've we've honestly had so far. I think you suggested it, and I was like, that's a great idea. Well, it was just, you know, it's it's a comedy night. It's supposed to be kind of funny, but let's also be practical here. Uh, a lot of our target market and demographic, whatever big marketing words you want to use, they like 30 racks of bush light. Who doesn't? I mean, it's just a fantastic uh, a way you can win via raffle, so... Ticket will get you admission to the show plus at least one raffle ticket. Uh, you can buy more raffle tickets afterwards uh, to increase your chances for that 30 rack of bush light. We're also going to have uh, two of our gift baskets that we put together. There's obviously going to be uh, some booze and swag for everybody involved who does happen to win. So check out Comedy Night 3. We've got our best jokes. Um, I know I had a lot lizard joke last time. And I've actually got a little spin-off joke from that next time. So, uh, yeah, I'm also excited to write some jokes as well now that we're, at the time of this recording, one month exactly out from Comedy Night. It's time to dial it in, especially in about two weeks. We'll probably start uh, practicing said jokes and help each other out and you know make a real ass of ourselves. Yeah. It's always interesting, the first uh, kind of go-through of the jokes. It's like, okay, I have no idea how this is going to go and, like, you're stumbling over your own words and you're like nervous and you're in the studio in front of one other person who you've done 138 episodes with and you're like, I'm, I'm illiterate. I'll just give some people a little preview uh, to one of my jokes that I wrote like last night. Uh, it involves child soldiers, which is, it's a hot topic these days. Coney 2012. It's something worth discussing, you know. Whatever, whatever you think is is the best for that kind of show, I, I say go for it. You have a great sense of humor, and uh, I think you're going to have some good jokes. So that's one way that all of our listeners, you, can support us, No Brains, No Headache podcast. Matt, we also got something else exciting going on, um, our new Patreon account. So why don't you explain to our listeners as best as possible the Patreon so Patreon is a way you can support the podcast. It just costs $5 a month. And with that, you get opportunities to 
vote on what we do for Olympics because, as you know, mini helmet fantasy football is going to be coming to an end. Then we get into Olympic season where we're going to be doing that a lot more often. We're going to let you guys choose that. Let you guys choose the topic. All you have to do is become a Patreon for $5 a month. With that, you'll get certain T-shirt drops we're going to do throughout the year, stickers, any merch that we come out with. You'll be the first to know. Either get free merch or we're going to give you something. Like every three, four months, we're going to want to kind of incentivize you to be there. And we want you to be part of the episode. So the more people we get there, the more votes, the more creative we can get. And we want you guys to be involved. So that's kind of why we're going with Patreon. It's a good way that we can put some more money into the podcast to give you guys a better show. But at the same point, it just helps us be more creative because putting together an episode, it takes a lot. We need help sometimes. And that's kind of what we want you guys because you guys are the ones consuming the show. So essentially, we want you to pick what we talk about in certain cases. Well said, Matthew. And we definitely have a fun time doing the show, so that's why we want to keep doing it. Uh, we want to keep growing, so sometimes that takes certain resources. We'd certainly appreciate uh, your patronage on Patreon. I actually downloaded the app and made myself a little account just to get uh, familiar with it. So um, it's actually pretty easy. Download the app, Patreon, and then make a profile if you don't already have one. Um, and then search No Brains, No Headache Podcast, and you'll be able to support us that way. We would greatly appreciate it. We don't want to be canceled, but Matt wants to cancel everything, and I'm real curious to see what this Cleary's comment is all about. Okay, so this is a idea you gave me a couple of weeks ago when you said that the Cincinnati Reds, since their name was half of Redskins, mm-hmm. that they should be canceled. So I was like, okay, yeah, I want to use this logic to cancel literally every sports team. Oh, yeah. I already have a few at the top of my head. I've thought about this before. Uh, some of them are a lot harder than other, like the Denver Nuggets. Greed. Or weed. Well, I think it means golden nuggets. Yeah. Gold miners did a lot of nasty things back in the day because they're greedy. So there's so I can cancel them. Uh, Phoenix Suns. Skin cancer. Oh, Easy. <laughs> that just jumped out. Next one. Uh, Detroit Tigers. Uh, people have definitely died on safaris by tiger attacks. Watch, sure. watch the Tiger King. Or uh, uh, people who, like animal people who don't like skins, perhaps. Oh, yeah. So basically that takes off any animal. Yeah. What about the Baltimore Ravens? Um, uh, so It's insensitive to people who have unfortunately lost family loved ones to suicide because Brooks in Shawshank Redemption had a raven and then it left him and he got depressed and then committed suicide. It's a deep cut. Raven's name was Jake. Yeah. This is a weird name for a bird. Uh, so there's that. And Ray Rice. Oh yeah. I was I was thinking Ray <laughs> This is easy. I was thinking Ravens cuz they they carry diseases. Uh the St. Louis Blues, just like the Jazz that music is offensive. <laughs> Uh, Quebec Nordiques. What the hell is a Nordique? <laughs> Canceled. I have no idea what a Nordique is. Oh, God. There's some. It's insensitive to my knowledge of what the word Nordique means. Exactly. It's too complicated. Colorado Rockies. That's, that's a pretty tough one. Uh, why is it all the Denver teams? First, they ask you your Zodiac sign. Then they have the most innocent sports names in the world. I got one. John Denver hit a mountain with his plane. That's a Rocky canceled. Yeah, and Kobe 
flew right into the side of a mountain. It's not technically the Rockies, but I'm sure there's rocks involved. My favorite part about Kobe dying was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a was? New, a news article that came out, and it's like, breaking, pilot was disoriented. Yeah, no shit, he hit a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the Los Angeles Lakers, that's a team from Minneapolis, and they just kept the name, canceled. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family and have some real problems? <laughs> so funny, Matt. <laughs> New Orleans Saints. Oh, the Catholic uh, <laughs> priest thing. Uh, I'm surprised the New York Jets didn't change their name. Spotlight ever. from Boston. All the priests and shit. From Boston? Oh, oh, oh. I popped two of them off the draw. Bang, bang. Yeah. And I raise up to take the leader out. Oh, shit. I feel like I'm there now. I hear a whistle. My partner's on the roof. He says, let's even the odds. He tosses me down a Mossberg pump. I send one through his chest. Game over, bitches. What do you think? How did, how did that make you feel? <laughs> like my cock was made of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? The Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they raped and pillaged <laughs> yeah. their way through North America. 49ers essentially did the same thing that Vikings did on the West and Coast. And the Nuggets, greed. And and Asian slaves. You're trying to tell me the railroad people weren't gold miner people too? Yeah, we've essentially How do you think you got the gold back, bro? New York Giants. Obese people. That's insensitive to their weight. Come on. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they definitely you know, killed some indig... Wait, a Maverick is a loose bull. Oh, I thought Maverick was like a... Like a person? Yeah. I, I'm just thinking of the movie Maverick. With Mel Gibson. Yeah. Great film. Riverboat Gambling Trip, which is a fantastic film. So Did I ever tell you about the riverboat in Sioux City, Iowa? I think we actually discussed it the other day, but refresh my memory. So they had this riverboat uh, casino that was like right next to their downtown. Downtown. And, and apparently the only reason they could have it, and this is what I heard because like it was gone by the time I was gambling age, is that like every three hours they would like move it 10 feet forward and then 10 feet back so that it technically wasn't like docked. And then they opened up this hard rock casino, like literally like 300 yards from it. And then one day it just drove down the river away and no one knows what happened to it. Yikes. Actually, uh, you could probably find out pretty easily if I Googled it, but I didn't do that research. Oh, they just gave it a Viking funeral, set it on fire because they just lost all their business to the casino 300 yards away. Let me ask you guys, let me ask you guys. Beatles, Stones, on the count of three. One, two, three. All in. Beatles. You. I don't care. <laughs> Are we, should I get into my last yeah. crazy comment? I don't care. Well, Jamal Williams, he's making headlines all over just because he's so entertaining and uh, such a good guy on the field. He played for the Packers. Now he plays for the Lions. He just broke Barry Sanders' touchdown uh rushing touchdown record was 17 after getting two last night against his old team the packers uh the lions obviously ended up winning which thus created the situation where neither them nor the packers are going uh to the playoffs anymore but and then post-game interview jamal williams is like crying for a while getting emotional and then complete 180 of like don't sleep on us and i just wanted to give our listeners if you haven't heard this speech, it's from Hard Knocks, and it's Jamal Williams. It's pretty good speech. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you go like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dogs eat. Let them all the f***ing feel. 
got some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Last year wasn't it. You know somebody's emotional when their voice is cracking. For this yeah, year. Bumps. I'm trying to be better for y'all. When you say I'm tired, I'm going to keep going. Remember your why. Remember why. You Matt, when, I, when we show up to the studio tired, I'm going to keep going. Okay. I just want you to know that. Jamal Williams, congratulations on a great season. That would be a nice little segue before we get into mini helmet fantasy football. What do you think of Jamal? I love Jamal. I He was an absolute wagon at fantasy this year because he'd score like fucking two touchdowns a game. But he did, he did also have the games where it was like that's all he had was a touchdown. Yeah. Like, wasn't very involved. Three rushes, six yards, and three touchdowns. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I thought you were... For some reason, when I read it, I thought you were going to talk about Jamison Williams, the receiver for the Lions. Did you see what he did? Um, his his almost really good catch that got negated from a holding call? No, after the game, he went up to Aaron Rodgers and asked him to trade jerseys with him. Oh, And Aaron Rodgers politely said no. <laughs> uh, well, I actually watched the whole game pretty intently um, as a Vikings fan. I was really rooting for the Lions, plus I was... You know, it's the last regular season game of the year, so I wanted to really tune in, take it in. And I was watching the post game, so I saw the Jamal Williams, uh, his uh, interview live, so I was watching that. And then I had heard them say something about it on the broadcast, but I thought they said Jamal Williams. And in that case, it's not, like, as embarrassing or whatever since they know each other and they're both veterans and, like, friends. Where Rogers like, ah, oh, no, dude, I'm gonna keep this one. Like, I'll send you a different one. I didn't know it was Jamison Williams. Yeah, he basically Rogers said, really embarrassing. Ah, I'm gonna hang on to this one. Also, who's got the goddamn gall to ask Aaron Rodgers in quite possibly his last game as a Packers? Well, for his jersey, that's a good cue to maybe what he's doing in the future. If Jamison Williams asks him that question, I get it. Regardless, if it was week two or three, Rogers is probably like. Fuck no, like get the fuck out of here. Like you've caught like four passes, all of which were deep touchdowns against the pitiful Viking secondary. That's not much of a career, pal. Talk to me later. I thought it was Jamal Williams right away, but this, yeah. see that's what I did too. I just assumed it was Jamal Williams since they played on the same team, but you live and you learn. Mini helmet fantasy football? Let's do it. I really hope my lineup didn't suck. What a hot older woman made you feel her cans? Stop crying like a little girl. Time for Mini Helmet Fantasy Football. It's the final week of the regular season, week 18, and we're going to continue playing into the playoffs here. So, Matt, I'm with the commissioner here and the creator, Matt Cleary. Mini Helmet Fantasy Football, um, you took the lead in head-to-head matchups going into week 18. How did it look for uh, the week 18 matchup between my probably shitty squad and your probably slightly better but still shitty squad? Yeah, so you want a recap, here's a recap for you. Jordan, Baker Mayfield, four points. Fantastic. Matt, Mike White, didn't play. How did he have four points? Zero. Baker had only four points? I'm just going off CBS now, says Yahoo is done with fantasy. Um, Running back, Travis Etienne, also four points. Yeah, I knew Etienne sucked. Jarek McKinnon, for me, eight points. He did have an interception. That, the, yeah. Uh, T. Higgins, wide receiver for you, one point. What? That's it? Devontae Adams for me, 12 points. So going into the tight end, I'm up 20 to 9. T. 
Higgin, one reception, seven yards. Uh, going to the tight end. You had George Kittle put up 18 points, and uh, TJ Hawkinson had two points for me. So Jordan got the win this week, 27-22. Yes. <laughs> what was the final score? 27-22. That is so bad. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, I, I knew I had Baker. I knew I had T. You Higgins. drafted a guy, and he literally killed a guy like two days later. It was later that night, actually. Well, <laughs> and I had no idea what was going to happen because the Bengals-Bills game probably would have had some implications of how they approached the following week. But, you know, unfortunately, some things are bigger than football, so they didn't play that game. So pretty much all of our strategy went out the fucking window uh, I'm glad I won. Could have had Jamar Chase, and I ended up choosing T. Higgins because I was like, I was way too in deep of the uh, mindset of like everyone's gonna rest everybody, and yeah. apparently that's wrong. Um, I had no idea. I'm glad I I won though, so I tied it up at seven seven seven. All right, seven seven. We're going into the super wild card round, Matt. Let's not waste any time. We got the sock here with all the helmets that represent all of the. Playoff teams in five games. We got five games, 10 teams total. So there will be two teams in this two helmets that won't get picked if my math is correct. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we're going to pick our helmets here if you don't know how it works. And then we got to fill out our roster QB, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Whatever team you pick is the roster you're going to choose from. Um, once you choose your position, it's locked in. So. Uh, the quarterbacks and tight ends seem to be real doozies sometimes, but it's the playoffs, so all these teams have some talent of some sort. They at least each have one offensive weapon that you're comfortable with. So this is going to be really interesting. Let's get into it. Obviously, the Chiefs and the Eagles are not in there as well, so uh, they'll be introduced next week because we're just going to keep on playing. My first pick, the Cincinnati Bengals. So they play at home uh, they have the Baltimore. Baltimore's the six seed. Bengals have the three seed, and that's on Sunday night football. I don't really want to chance it, and I want to go with Joe Burrow here. A um, lot of really good options for this team, but Joe Burrow seems to figure it out come playoff time, and he likes to light it up. The Ravens kind of banged up offensively, defensively decent. I don't know how they keep on... Yeah. I, I thought the Ravens missed the playoffs. Turns out they didn't. Got to go with Burrow. Ooh. I got the, <laughs> the Dolphins. Which actually, I mean, like uh, I said, it's the playoffs. They all have good players. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Championship. Damn, we could have quite the wide receiver matchup if I had Chase going, but I had to go with Burrow. I didn't want to I didn't want to jinx it or, or waste any picks. All right. And I got the Vikings. Now, I'm going to assume that they're going to attack heavily with the pass game, and uh, Justin Jefferson has got to get open, and I think he will because that's going to be the catalyst of their production. So I've got to go JJ. Good to get the Vikes, baby. Can't wait for them to disappoint. (laughs) I just don't, don't want the Ravens. The Vikes will do this. You blew it! I got the New York football giants. Okay, so obviously we're prone to having head-to-head matchups here. So we got the Giants versus Vikings. You're going to go with? Saquon D's nuts. Saquon. The last time we played the Vikings was pretty quiet until he busted open like a 30-yard touchdown run to all of a sudden tie the game, which was our 
put it within two, and then they had the two-point conversion. That was great. Ooh, I got the 49ers here. Now, it seems like a stacked lineup, Matt, because it is the playoffs. Uh, so I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I don't want to get too comfortable. And maybe this will help out because um, if my if my team wets the bed, that means CMC didn't do well. Hopefully that means the 49ers lost. I got the Chargers. I'm going to go with uh, Herbert the Pervert. Justin Herbert. See, I mean, just looking at our team so far, you know, Bengals, Vikings, Niners, I would say they have more juice than the Dolphins, Chargers, and Giants, but we still have great teams. This is fixing to be a great matchup. Tied 7-7 apiece, head-to-head, mini helmet fantasy football. It's a super wild card round. Goddamn tight ends are left. (laughs) That's it, huh? And our teams left are the Bills, the Seahawks, and the Ravens. And... The Jaguars. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is Seahawks tight end? (laughs) Fucking Noah Fant or Will Disley. Actually, I think Will Disley's hurt. Seahawks. Or just very uneffective. I really did. Uneffective? What am I? I didn't think I had to pull up the depth charts because there are so few teams. But So their tight ends are Colby Parkinson's disease, (laughs) Noah Fant, Tyler, maybe. I got to go with a name I know here. Give me Noah Fant. Um, I'm thinking that weird things happen in the playoff. He's going to find a second string tight end for three touchdowns. And the last kid picked on the playground, Mark Mark Andrews Andrews from the Ravens. I don't hate that, actually. No, that was kind of what I was going for. Dawson Knox would have been good, too. That's crazy. The Bills and Jaguars are the two teams left out, which is kind of a flip-flop either way. Yeah. Did you see, real quick, before we uh, wrap up the show here, uh, fantasy football-related, the disparity um, of positions, if they took the difference between the number one running back and the number two running back, it was Eckler over McCaffrey by about 20 points. And then it was uh, Justin Jefferson over uh, Tyreek Hill by about 20 points. Same thing with the quarterback position. Then you get to the tight end position. (laughs) Travis Kelsey was number one, and Mark Andrews was number two by 100 points. <laughs> there is the tight end position in the NFL is just, for fantasy football purposes, is it's a tough one. I love T. Kelsey or bust. There's been this TikTok trend going around where it's like six months ago, and it's like a flashback to this guy doing his fantasy football draft, and he's like, oh, in the second round, Javonta Williams. That's a, just a home run hit. Is it the guy dressed? Yeah, the, the yeah. clown guy? Yeah, he's putting on clown makeup. Yeah. Well, you know what I say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. Maybe call it a show? Yeah. All right, Matt. What, what can our listeners do? They they enjoy No Brains, No Headache podcast. They, they want more content. How can they consume said content? You just follow us on social media at NBNH Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We got all these sorts of different uh content going up on there so make sure to just follow us on there and then if you want to leave us a review or follow along on spotify uh go to apple Podcasts, scroll all the way to the bottom hit five stars and uh leave us a review and the latest and greatest thing they can do patreon be a patron support us on patreon uh if you'd like we'll definitely get you involved and make it worth your time this is no brains no headache podcast so make Make sure you're following us. I have to shit. (laughs) Okay. Well, okay.
It's a brand new day, and now I feel right. It's a brand new day, and now I see the light. It's a brand new thing.